Hey, and welcome back to a new episode of the Well Dressed Podcast, a place where we discuss how you can use your wardrobe to improve your life, improve your confidence, and just to live your absolute best life. It has been a little while since I just sat down and filmed, recorded even, um, a podcast on my own. I've had a couple of guest episodes and they've been so interesting and it's really opened my mind to different avenues of fashion and fashion wellness in particular um, through, you know, talking about sustainable fashion and building a sustainable brand, um, creating capsule wardrobe. It was really interesting to hear different guests speak about, you know, their go-to outfits and what fashion really means to them. And then our last episode all about healthy fashion and Oh, I just love that episode. If you haven't already listened to it, I would recommend going back after this one. It was just really interesting to think about a more holistic approach to our clothing um, and also about having a plant-based wardrobe. So if you want to hear more about that, do go back to the last episode. But today I wanted to chat through something that I've probably covered in many videos, but I haven't in a little while, and that is how to do a successful wardrobe edit. This is something I do with clients. This is my step one after initial consultation. This is the first thing I do with clients in order to rebuild their ideal wardrobe. And it's to cleanse the wardrobe that they have at the moment, edit it down. A well-edited and well-curated wardrobe with, you know, your go-to outfits in it is going to be one of the best tools you can have um, in your arsenal for, you know, if you want to be a successful person and you want to reduce decision fatigue in the morning, you know, you want to be able to go to your wardrobe, get dressed in 10 minutes and just know you you look amazing, you feel amazing. You're going to do amazing things that day, whether that's to go to work or to hang out with friends, hang out with your partner, your kids, whether it's to go speak at an event, go to a job interview. You want to be able to go to your wardrobe and not get overwhelmed by the amount of things you have in there, not get overwhelmed by the amount of color or texture or prints. And it can get really overwhelming when we have a lot of things especially as we you know get older and we have more and more clothing accumulating in our wardrobes if we're not very good at getting rid of things and every so often kind of doing an edit and thinking you know is this still me does this still reflect who I want to be and is this still in keeping with my lifestyle you know you start thinking like why do I have all the clothes that I used to wear to uni um like this isn't me that was my student lifestyle and now I have more of a work lifestyle So our style is ever evolving as we are ever evolving and getting in and doing a successful wardrobe edit every so often is really important. If not every season, then at least every six to 12 months. So I thought this would be really handy as well to do as a podcast episode. So if you are in need of a wardrobe edit, maybe you could pause this, make yourself a cup of tea and then head into your bedroom or wherever your wardrobe is and pull out all your clothes and we can declutter together. But first, a little word about today's sponsor. If you're looking for the perfect sustainable finishing touch to your outfits, look no further than Ana Luisa. Ana Luisa are a jewellery brand that creates high quality jewellery that doesn't cost the earth. They use recycled materials where possible and are water and carbon neutral. Their orders come in recycled cardboard packaging with your jewellery presented in a reusable cotton pouch, perfect for storing your jewellery or for travelling with it. Anna Luisa have given me a discount code to share with my listeners. So for 10% off your shop, you can use the code GEMMA10. That's G-E-M-M-A-10. I've been wearing my Anna Luisa pieces for a few weeks now, and I've been loving the unique additions to my outfits. My favorite is the Aura bracelet. It's just the perfect finishing gold touch. To find your own perfect pieces, 
check out analuisa.com. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com. And don't forget to use my code Gemma10 for 10% off your order. You can use my link in the description box. So the first step in a successful wardrobe edit is to assess what you already have. Pull out every single thing you own. I kind of tend to, you know, pile it on bed. It's like the biggest space and kind of usually is next to a wardrobe. So pile it all on a bed or a floor and just start pulling everything out. Do all your laundry so that you don't miss a single thing. And this is when we'll start to see just how much you have when you pile it up in front of you. Initially, it can be a little bit overwhelming because you're thinking, I did not realize I had this much stuff. Um, Or if it's a case that maybe you're like, oh, wow, I really don't have a lot of clothing. Maybe this is why I've been struggling to get dressed because I actually thought I had more, but I don't. Um, So then you might realize that you're lacking and you need, you have a lot of gaps to fill. If it's a case that you got too much stuff, you, when you see it all in one place, you kind of think nobody needs this much clothes, or at least I don't need this much clothes. And it almost makes you a little bit more willing to start getting rid of a few things. So the next thing I would do is to take all of those clothes and pile them into categories. So pile all your jumpers together, tops together, jeans, skirts, dresses, any categories you have within your closet. Just group them together so that you can go through them as a category. And you can see at a glance which categories you've got a lot of and which categories you don't really have many of. And if you think that a certain category is like your go-to and then you realise... I have barely any of that so maybe that's an area that you need to to focus on or you look and think wow I have a lot of coats (laughs) and maybe I don't need this many. Step number two is start to pull out everything that you really really love so identify those pieces that you just couldn't possibly consider getting rid of. You've probably worn it a couple of times in the last week or month at least and it's one that's on rotation a lot in your wardrobe so It's kind of one of those, I couldn't live without it or I couldn't get dressed without it because I wear it so much. But make sure this is, you wear it and you feel great in it, not just like, oh, my old stretched out, you know, faded leggings. I need them because I wear them every day. But if they don't make you feel good, then maybe leave them to one side, put them in your kind of pajama loungewear drawer of things that if you need some old looking clothes then then you can go and find them but take them out of your everyday wardrobe this is a place you're going to go to get dressed feel good and you don't want to have items in there that don't make you feel good because that'll just make the process so much more difficult so I love the saying if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no and if you look at these items and you're not sure if it's like oh do I love it do I wear it a lot if you're not sure then it's a no. And that can go into a different pile and we will tackle that later. I often use this, that kind of way of thinking when I'm shopping. So sometimes if I'm out and I'm trying to decide between two things, I'm like, "Mm, should I get this or should I get this? Um, Or even if it's just one thing, it's like, should I, shouldn't I? If you're even considering it, it's probably because you don't want it enough. So if you're kind of in between one or two things, it's like you don't love either of them enough to pick them. So maybe there is a third item somewhere that you would that you see and then you're like, yes, actually, this is it. Forgot about the number one and two, like the third item is the one. And you know when you feel that. So if you're not feeling it, when you're doing this initial kind of pulling out everything you love and everything you wear, try and really stay true to this process. Try to pull out the things you absolutely love first. If you feel like you don't have enough, then you can go back and think, okay, but I do really like these things. 
So you can add those back in as well. Number three, we're going to make kind of like a last chance rail. Now this doesn't have to be a separate rail or anything, but it's for these items that you're not quite sure about. You do like them, but maybe you don't wear them a lot. Maybe it's a case that you just don't know how to style them. In which case with my clients, I will pop these in kind of like a thinking about it pile. Like a, we need to come back and, and restyle some outfits with it in kind of like our step two process. So when I work with clients, I have a step one, which is a cleanse and a step two, which is the styling session. So that's when you really go back in and see how you can work what you have in your wardrobe and make as many outfit options as possible to get just like, even if you're left with the same items you had, it's to create new and exciting outfit combinations that you may not have considered before. So although your wardrobe may not have changed too much, the outcome and the outfits you get out of that wardrobe have drastically changed. So on this last chance rail, we're going to pop the things that, again, you're not really wearing, but you don't want to get rid of. You really like them and you wish that you wore them more. So a good trick is if you're going to put them back in your wardrobe, put them back in with a hanger facing the opposite direction. So you'll just know the difference between all of them and give yourself either a week to a month, whatever is feasible for you and whatever, you know, maybe if you work from home, a week isn't enough time. You know, you're like, well, I only get dressed like two times a week. So I may not get around to the item. So give yourself enough time that you would have maybe gotten dressed a good few times in that time frame. How many times can I say time? <laughs> um, and just turn them facing the opposite direction with your hangers. And once you have worn the item, you can put them back in on the hangers facing the normal way. You can say, yes, I've worn it. Another great tip is to take a picture of how you've worn it. Because if you liked it, then that, you know that's how you can wear it again. And if at the end of the month you haven't worn these items, you can take them out, pop them in a bag, you can bring it to a charity shop, or you can sell them if you want to create a little bit of money to put back into some other gaps or other areas of your wardrobe. That's a great way to get new items in your wardrobe without spending lots more money on it. And also it saves space because you're kind of, it's that one in, one out kind of idea. So tip number four, or step number four, not really sure which, is to recognize recurring themes within your closet. So of all of those pieces you put back in, in step two of the things that you love and wear all the time, did you notice a pattern? Are there certain items that you gravitate towards more? Did you notice yourself putting back in all of your jeans and all of your like basic knitwear? And you're like, actually, this is all I wear. And then, you know, a lot of your dresses were left on the bed that you didn't wear as often. Or perhaps it was like, actually, I wear all of my more fitted blazers and I don't really wear my oversized blazers. Maybe that's something to kind of consider if it's the fit of something um, that is the reason you are or aren't wearing it. Because you can be like, but I love blazers. But actually, you need to get more specific. You love a fitted blazer, not so much the oversized. Or it could be a case that you're just not quite sure how to wear the oversized blazer because all of your trousers are more wide leg. Maybe you need a skinnier bottom in order to wear the more oversized tops. Any any themes that you can come up with, write them down. Um, and this could be, this is a great area if you notice these things, like taking the blazers for an example again. If you notice, you're like, I love my oversized blazers, but I don't know why I don't wear them. Note it down if you think, maybe if I had a pair of skinny trousers, I would wear them more. That's identifying gaps within your closet. And maybe it's not, a, maybe it's better to invest in one pair of skinny trousers than to get rid of 
your five or six oversized blazers that you actually really like, you just aren't wearing. Maybe it's a better option to buy one new item that will create so many more outfit options within your closet than getting rid of some and kind of leaving yourself with less. It's a bit of a catch-22, I think. Sometimes getting rid of the items is the best way to go and sometimes adding in just those couple of gaps is also the way to go. I don't like to advise people to buy too many new items for a wardrobe edit because it kind of goes against the idea of editing down. That's kind of more just like adding to your wardrobe and adding to the overwhelm and adding to the amount of things we have to choose from, thus creating a little bit more decision fatigue in the mornings. My final tip is to organize your wardrobe as as well as you can so that when you open your wardrobe doors or you step into your walk-in closet, you know, you get that like sense of excitement to get dressed and maybe it feels like your own little boutique, like everything's categorized, like all your skirts are together and your blazers are together and your shoes are nicely lined up at the bottom so you can see which ones go with which bottoms and which tops. Maybe each of these categories is also color coordinated. I get a little bit too excited about organizing my wardrobe, but I love a color coordinated wardrobe. It's probably my tidiest area of my house. It does get messy like every week, but I do always go back to having it color coordinated when I tidy it because it just makes getting dressed so much quicker when I'm like, oh, I need those black jeans or I need this green blazer or I need my white shirt. I know which area of of the wardrobe to go to and it just looks nicer. It looks like how stores organize things, group them by color, group them by category. Just make it look really enticing and make yourself really excited to get dressed because making our mornings easier is like the best thing we can do for ourselves. It's hard enough to get up in the morning and get dressed, especially in winter, so make it exciting. A few other ways to make it look really nice and inviting is to have matching hangers. Again, it's not compulsory. Um, If you have hangers that work, great. You don't need to go out and buy more, but if you are looking to buy some hangers, if you need some, then maybe that's when you should think, okay, what ones do I have? And should I maybe match what I already have and just kind of keep them all really cohesive? It just, it makes it look a bit nicer. Make sure it smells really nice as well. Like you can use different kind of scented sachets to hang in with your clothing to keep it fresh, especially if you have things in drawers. Um, maybe even some like cedar and things like that to keep any moths away. Make sure it's dust free. When you have taken all of your clothes out and you've piled them on your bed, get into your empty wardrobe, dust it, hoover it, do whatever you need to do to make sure it's clean because clothes are constantly shedding and, you know, getting dust everywhere. So just making sure that you're giving it a nice deep clean, bringing a nice energy back into your wardrobe and try to keep it as clutter free as possible because a cluttered Wardrobe is a cluttered mind in the morning. And like I said, we're going to do ourselves a favor and we are going to make sure we are clutter free. We have an enticing wardrobe. It's getting us excited in the morning and it's just going to be a much better start to our day. So they are my five steps to a successful wardrobe edit. That's literally exactly what I go through with every client. And it doesn't have to be difficult. Again, how long it takes you will depend on how much clothes you have and how much kind of thinking you need to do about whether you love something or not. But enjoy yourself, grab some snacks, make a day of it. Maybe get a friend over to help you out as well. Sometimes it's nice to have that second opinion. Hire me if you want to. I'm all for that. Um, I am based in London and I do do in-person sessions in London, but I also do Zoom sessions. So, or over WhatsApp or whatever. So no matter where in the world you're based, uh, we can work together if that's kind of feasible for you. Um, But otherwise, friend, sister, brother, 
colleague, somebody who's going to give you an honest opinion and is going to kind of make things a little bit more fun. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I hope you do benefit from it because I really think there's a lot of power in having a wardrobe that you love and, and you know, an array of clothing that just makes you feel really great, puts you in a better mood and which is just going to put you in a way better mindset your whole day. You're just going to have a more successful day and ultimately a successful day leads to many other successful days, which leads to a successful life. So who doesn't want that? Whatever it is that success means to you. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I will leave my links below. Also my YouTube channel, if you're not already subscribed, I do do a couple of these kinds of videos and I kind of, maybe if you're more into kind of the visual side of things and seeing me declutter and how I go about it, that might interest you. I also have a new ebook. It's relatively new. It's called The Wardrobe Edit and you can buy it from my website. It's kind of like a workbook and an ebook in one. And it'll talk you through um, a few different tips from today, but it talks you through a little bit about mindset and shopping habits. And it's a great workbook and it's a great place to put everything that comes up, you know, when you're going through the different themes that are recurring in your wardrobe. It's a great place to jot these things down. So if you print out the PDF, you can write all these things down. You'll know where you have all of these notes for future, for any time you come back and do another wardrobe edit. You can, there's a place to write a wish list of, you know, gaps that you're noticing in your wardrobe. So anytime you want to shop, you can come back to the wardrobe edit and you can just have a read and you'll see the gaps that you need to fill and the items that you could possibly treat yourself with. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, Anna Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com. Prices start from just $39. And don't forget to use my code GEMMA10 for 10% off your order. Don't forget, the link is in the description box. I would love if you're enjoying this podcast, please give me a review. Your feedback would mean a lot to me. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened to one of these episodes already, or thank you so much to anyone who has listened to all of the episodes already. Um, Your support has been amazing this year, and so I want to say a big, big thank you for that. I hope you have an amazing week, and I'll speak to you all really soon. (laughs) 